Hello, South Dakotans. Welcome to the Dakota Rustler Show, aiming to keep America, its citizens, and minds free. Now, here's your host, Daryl Root. Welcome to the Dakota Rustler Show. As Arbel stated, I am your host, Daryl Root. And for those on audio, I need to promote the group Danheim, who is the provider of all my background music. I get to play their music for free in exchange for promoting them. Today's topic is the libertarian policies of non-aggression and mass non-compliance. Can we truly live by the first one and still be free? Does the second one actually work to defy the government? Today's picture is that of Baker City, Oregon, location of one of the many Oregon Trail Museums. I was there a few years ago. It's a great museum to visit and learn about the Oregon Trail. And Eastern Oregon is just a beautiful place to be. However, before we get to the main topic of today, we need to do something we call tidbits where I take news from the past week, make a few comments on it, and see what you all think. All right, number one. Russia and the U.S. begin talks about the Ukraine. Secretary of State Wendy Sherman will supposedly share concerns with their Soviet counterpart. There are 100,000 troops along the border of Russia. Main reason being Russia opposes NATO expansion, and that could include the Ukraine if they do expand. And supposedly all this is in the name of democracy. It has nothing to do with our economy or anything else. Ukraine's eating exports are sunflower oil, corn, iron ores, wheat, basically stuff that we can produce ourselves so we don't need anything from the Ukraine. So why should we bother being involved in this Russia-Ukraine business? I don't think we should and as libertarians we believe in non-intervention whenever possible and this is one of those circumstances. Let's stay out of it. Tidbit number two. Restaurants continue to be short-staffed due to Omicron fears and liberal state mandates. Basically, folks, as I stated last week on Facebook, Omicron is so mild it is basically a form of the common cold. We're bringing our economy down due to the common cold. Who ever would have thought this just a few years ago? This is ridiculous. World War II vets would be appalled. They stormed Normandy Beach, braved everything else that was needed to be braved in the name of freedom and ending Nazi regime, and we're allowing ourselves to be destroyed by the common cold. Starbucks in many places are shut down because they can't get enough help to make the coffee in time. Well, here's an idea, people. Make your own damn coffee. It's a heck of a lot cheaper, and you don't have to rely on somebody else in order to make it. Number three, Dems admit keeping the House and Senate are slim. Uh, They realize what a midterm election means, and they're majorities are slim to begin with they realize they're going to get beat as because of this 
Expect them to push extra hard to implement their agenda. Expect lies, expect censorship, expect fear-mongering. You know, and all this stuff is the same tactics abusive spouses make. You know, you can't get along without me. You know, quit saying this. You know, abusive spouses lie all the time. They try and make their other spouse, you know, fear living without them. You know, this is what politicians do, and it's not right. Number four... AOC tests positive for COVID, yet she continues to promote vaccines to stop the spread. Well, duh, it didn't help you. You tested positive. The overwhelming majority of hospitalizations today are due to Omicron, but it's not because of COVID. It's not because of Omicron. It's because of other health issues. You know, it's with COVID versus from COVID conundrum. Most people entering hospitals are with COVID. It's not because of COVID. In fact, I put a stat out there last week that, you know, the overwhelming 75% of hospitalizations that involve COVID are because people have four or more other health issues. So if you're healthy, you have nothing to fear, or at least very little to fear from COVID. Number five, GM sells out to California. California governor threatened to halt fleet purchases of GM products if GM didn't cower to emission and green laws of the state. So GM, they're their own private business. They can do whatever they want. This is fine and dandy. However, they just cowered to the state. California, as some of you may know, plans on banning all new gas-powered vehicles by 2035. Well, how's that going to work with all the brownouts and blackouts they already have? You may have seen something on the news the other day that California told people that they shouldn't charge their cars. Uh, That was a half-truth. It was only a suggestion. They recommended people charge their electric vehicles during off hours, not during peak hours. They didn't say they couldn't charge them. You know, but... California Electric is always already 50% higher in cost than the national average. You know, so if they ban all gas-powered vehicles by 35 and everybody's got to have an electric vehicle as opposed to a gas-powered vehicle, that's going to create even more of a demand in California. They already have to bring in you know, electricity from other states. It's just going to get even more expensive. You're going to see more rolling brownouts and blackouts. California, you need to start using your head, you know. You can't you can't run a government on stupidity. Oh, wait, yes, you can. We do it every day. All right, with that, we're going to take an advertising break, and I'll be back with the main topic. If you enjoy grilling and cooking, Camp Bridger seasonings are for you. All four blends are salt-free and designed to enhance the flavor of food, not bury it. The popular four-pack can be purchased and shipped anywhere in the continental U.S. for around 33 bucks, depending on your state's sales tax rate. Visit our sponsor's website at campbridger.com for more information. Anything Dakota Rustler related can be found at dakotarustler.org. 
There, you will find links to audio and video versions of the latest episodes. You can also support the show through purchase of merchandise, donations, or sponsorship. Sponsors will be recognized on air and or the website. Thank you for listening. And now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. Let's get to the main topic. Let me get a sip of water first. Libertarians have a couple policies. One is the non-aggression policy. We should never institute aggression against someone else. And they also have a mass non-compliance policy where if we if the government does something we don't like, we believe that we should in mass numbers non-comply with those rules. Well, let's see if any of those work. First of all, non-aggression is a great policy against other individuals. It's a good thing. You know, we shouldn't initiate aggression against our neighbors, acquaintances, people we're related to in businesses. You know, we should never be the aggressor. It's part of the non-interventionist policy we have with foreign policy, you know, we should never start a war. And this is a great policy. We should try and live by that all the time. If everybody on the face of this planet had a non-aggression policy and actually lived up to it, the world would actually know peace. Unfortunately, this is not a reality. You know, there are evil people out there. There are evil governments. You know, Somewhere along the line, if we're being taken advantage of, robbed, abused, and everything else, we need to defend ourselves. You know, and defense requires aggression. So, non-aggression, if you define it as initiating aggression, is great. Otherwise, we're just being pacifist and led into slavery. Governments. They constantly deny us our rights, our freedoms. They steal through taxation and they can try to control our behavior. Aggression in this case, as I said, would be self-defense. And we're not defending ourselves. We just let governments do whatever they want to us. And we don't fight back. Now, a lot of people, as I said, will argue that mass non-compliance of these laws is the way to go. Well... We've been trying that for 50 years as a party ever since it was formed in seven in 1971, and it hasn't worked because you can't get enough people to join in the mass compliance. We only get 5% of the vote, you know, which anybody can vote for the Libertarian Party. You don't get fined for voting it for them. You don't receive any penalties for voting for the Libertarian Party, yet we only get 5%. If we're, we can only get 5% in a vote, how are we going to get mass non-compliance when penalties exist? Nobody wants to be the first one to non-comply because they will be made an example of. They'll get fines, they'll get penalties, they may get thrown in jail. You know, so unless we all do this on the exact same day and non-comply, it's not going to work. And that's why I argued that the only way we're going to fix this thing is with an armed revolution. I don't think, I don't want an armed revolution any more than anyone else, but our, our forefathers, they realized it and they took action. You know, and I, to this day, I'm going to argue that the only way we're going to stop government from 
being controlling is through an armed revolution. Mass noncompliance isn't going to work because we can't get enough people to make it work. I mean, all you have to do is look at COVID. COVID proved mass compliance won't work. Businesses are cowering. People are cowering. They're both giving in, and non-compliers are shut down if they non-comply. You know, you know, restaurants that tried to stay open were penalized, fined, you know, shut down, told they couldn't work, and businesses gave in. As I said, without mass non-compliance, aggression is the only answer. Government and its workers must fear the citizens who are being abused of their rights. Those who pass unconstitutional laws should cower and fear for their lives. And note that I didn't say unjust laws, because whether a law is just or not is usually in the opinion of the person it affects. One person will think a law is just, another person will think it's unjust. I stated constitutional unconstitutional laws should not be passed and if our politicians pass them they should fear for their well-being they should fear for their safety maybe even fear for their lives but non-compliance isn't going to make them fear that the only thing they have to fear is not being re-elected but if it's a government agency like OSHA who's been given the enforcement activity of COVID mandates in the workplace, you don't vote them in. You don't vote them out. You know, they need to fear for their lives. Dictators only understand violence, death, destruction, and being overthrown. You know, am I standing here or sitting here promoting an armed rebellion? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. But I'm telling you, it's the only way it's going to happen. As I've said before, 50 years we've tried non-compliance. 50 years we tried getting elected. 50 years we've been doing everything but an armed rebellion. None of it has worked. I'm too old to fight in the front lines, so I'm not going to be there in the front lines. But I'm just saying, the only way it's going to work, armed rebellion. Ideally, I agree with mass non-compliance, but the world works in reality, not idealism. This is not an idealistic world. There are evil people. There are people who want to be our slave masters. Governments are just legalized slave masters and criminals. They're not our servants, which is what they're supposed to be. The only servants they are, the only thing they serve, is socialism and authoritarianism. Power, money, greed, everything that they're not supposed to be. They're supposed to give us what we want, and we're supposed to elect people who will give us what we want. Well, maybe we are getting what we want. We're getting a bunch of handouts and socialism given to us because too many people in our population don't want to work for themselves. They just want things handed to them. Well, what happens when the people who do produce can no longer produce enough and provide enough money to hand over to the people who don't produce. Socialism is a slow train to rot. Our work ethic rots. Our everything just rots away, including our economy eventually. Mass aggression or a huge armed revolt is not necessary, though. It doesn't necessarily need to happen. 
strategic termination is all that is required and anybody with a brain knows what I mean by strategic termination yeah I'm about to say this on public record come attack me if you want if a few so-called important people suddenly disappear Remember, I'm not advocating this. I'm just stating it as a fact. It's been done throughout history. If a few so-called important people suddenly disappear, be they judges, politicians, get my drift. Again, I'm not advocating they should disappear. I'm just stating if they did disappear, Maybe some people would be afraid to work for government. Maybe some people would fear and be afraid of following through with government policies. You know, the police, they, a lot of policemen say they don't agree with what their mayors and city councils and everyone else pass. They're just enforcing the law. Well, guess what? They should be afraid to enforce the law. And if by some chance, some of them magically disappear, yeah, maybe they would change their mind. Maybe they wouldn't want the job. As I said, everyone should be afraid to serve in government if they think they know what is better for us as individuals and as a whole than we do. Simple as that. Everybody should be self-autonomous, create their own rules as long as it doesn't harm anyone else. They should be allowed to do what they want. You know, if you want to screw up your life with drugs, go ahead and screw up your life with drugs. As long as you're not causing direct harm to anyone else, government needs to stay out of it. We pay far too many taxes for far too many things that go to complete waste. There's just program after program, events after events. So, I'm going to draw to a close with that. And as I said, non-compliance or mass non-compliance, non-aggression, think about it. Can we truly be non-aggressive and still maintain our freedom? You know, somewhere along the line, aggression is going to be necessary. Can we commit mass non-compliance? Sounds like a great idea, but as I said, nobody wants to be the first one. And unless we all decide on the same day to be the first one, it isn't going to happen. So just ponder that for a while and see what you think. So with that, I draw to a close. You all know the mantra, question authority and always be free. Thank you for listening to the Dakota Rustler Show, a production of DL Root. All rights reserved by DL Root, Buzzsprout.com, and their shared partners. Unauthorized use is prohibited. This show is sponsored by Camp Bridger Seasonings. Visit our sponsor's website at campbridger.com for more information. 